What is up, y'all? Welcome back. Today is a very happy Sunday. I'm glad you guys are coming in and joining. Um, and I actually made this post originally on my TikTok, and it was talking about the fact of whether uh, women are more mature than men or men are more mature than women. And it really goes either way, I guess. But the point that I made, um, just jumping straight in here, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, how rude of me. I hope you guys are doing well. I love you all. Again, thank you for tuning in, but let's get right into it. So the point I made in that video is... I think, and this is scientifically proven, that women that want to reproduce feel the need to mature quicker because they, yeah, you know, they know they need to be more nurturing, more caring, more loving, and more supportive. And in order to do that, they have to work on themselves. So oftentimes that means exiling a lot of things out of their life that they know aren't going to improve improve their lives and isn't helping them get to that point. Whereas for men, a lot of times, you know, that want to, you know, I think to a women decide quicker whether they want to be a mother or not. Not always, and I don't want to like generalize, but typically speaking, women have a better idea of that from a younger age, whereas men don't always know um, until later down the road. So they don't take on that responsibility and that need to mature until they're older. Um, And when I say older, you know, that could be when they're 25, once they get out of college, or it could be when they're 35, or it could be when they're 50. You know, for some men, it never happens. They never really reach their full potential of maturity. And at the end of the day, what is your full potential maturity? And in my belief, it's just always trying to improve yourself and better yourself and better equip yourself to become the most well-rounded and most nurturing and most well-put-together version of yourself possible. Um, And unfortunately, as I stated, a lot of guys don't feel, excuse me, the need to do that uh, until they are a father. So, you know, they could have been prepping for years and years and years, but rather than doing that, they get you know, thrown into the fire as soon as they have a child and they're not equipped to be a parent in in my personal belief. And as I always state, life is about learning. It's a journey. It's about becoming the best version of you. And that takes time. But if you're not working towards that, you're not going to become the best version of yourself. If we're not growing, we're dying. I always say that. And it's so true. So I think men should take the responsibility. And this goes for whether you want to be a father or not. Even if you're just growing up in this world and you want to be just If you want to be single or if you want to be in a relationship and never have children, you should always be working to become the best version of yourself. Whether that be reading books, uh, taking vacations for a spiritual retreat, listening to podcasts, uh, going to seminars, whatever it is. But you should always be growing. You should always be trying to gain more knowledge and more tools and a skill set that you didn't have before uh, to better yourself. But more importantly, to better your relationship with other people, whether that be friends or your love life. So from a scientific standpoint and a psychological standpoint, I think women overall mature quicker. And I think for the vast majority of them, because they do it quicker, it leads to a long-term maturity level. So I think overall women are more mature than men, but not to say that there aren't mature men because there most definitely are. I just think the numbers lean in the favor of women. Now, there's an argument that could be made that you know, maturity could be fine, be defined in different ways. Just because someone's nurturing doesn't necessarily mean that they're mature. And that's 100% true. But what comes along with that is a sense of responsibility, which can lead to maturity. So I'd say somewhat they go hand in hand. Obviously, there's pieces to the puzzle that you have to fill. But I do think that that women overall are more mature, to be completely honest with you. Um, Now, if I had to say, if you took the most mature woman and the most mature man, 
who would be more mature? Well, you know, it's like asking who's the best basketball player of all time, Michael Jordan or LeBron James. You go back and forth all day. Um, and, you, just, you know, just like with any two people or any two beings that are the best at what they do, quote unquote, how do you compare them? Um, and I don't really know that you can. So <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily about who is more mature at the end of the day. Uh, but I just want to bring up the point to highlight the fact why women tend to be more mature from, again, a scientific and psychological standpoint. And it's because they feel a need to. And a lot of it, you know, it's hereditary. It's It's been in uh, our genes and our brains for years. It's been developed. It's literally in women's, uh, I guess, it's genetics, basically. When they're born to be nurturing, that stems from thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years of the way that the brain has been wired. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a good thing. If women weren't nurturing... Um, they wouldn't be equipped to be mothers. You know, you have something in you that men don't. And that stems from just different parts of the brain. As I stated before, and you could get all into that, but I'm not going to do that right now in this episode. But I just wanted to touch on that real quick. And I do get the question a lot, and I think all guys do, of why aren't men mature overall? You know, why are men so childish? Why do men not take responsibility and accountability? Why can't they have deep and meaningful conversations? You know, it's kind of a generalization. I wouldn't say that all men can't do those things. I'd say the vast majority of them can't. But my answer to you is because they've never been forced to. And I don't think you should have to be forced to. But unfortunately for a lot of men, they grow up in a society, myself included, if I didn't have my parents the way that I did, uh, where you're not encouraged to to speak deep thoughts. You're not encouraged to embrace your emotions. You're not encouraged, encouraged excuse me, to embrace your feminine side and be in tune emotionally and be vulnerable. You're not taught those things. So it's not inherent for us. Um, And it's not deemed as eligible by society and by a lot of parents as well. And your peers and your friend groups and your teachers. So imagine trying to decode yourself and teach yourself that that is okay. It's not easy. And a lot of men never get to that point. But even if you do, it takes work. So as I said, that's where I'm grateful that I had the upbringing that I did and the parents that I did. Because they taught me that it was a good thing to embrace your emotional side and tap into your femininity. And, um... So glad that I had that, but a lot of men don't. So don't be too hard on them. Try and encourage them and teach them. And I think the best way that a man learns to become more feminine and learns to tap into that side of himself is by having an encouraging girlfriend, an encouraging wife, an encouraging partner. Um, Because men are driven, and you can do the science, uh, scientific research on this. And I most recently read it. I've read it in a lot of books, but Think and Grow Rich was the most recent book talking about what men are motivated by. And if you talk about sex energy, if you can use that to drive you in other areas of your life, uh, such as taking the sex energy and applying it towards business, that in line with having a partner. So for a man, if it's his woman, nothing drives you more than having that woman in your life. It's just it it taps into a different part of you emotionally um, and a different part of the brain that triggers this uh, almost defense mechanism for you to put the work in and for you to to strive for your goals because when you're not doing it for you and you're doing it for someone that you love so deeply it becomes that much more meaningful and it almost becomes a necessity so if you can use that sex energy towards uh your relationship and business it can be super impactful and all the most uh successful men in terms of not just wealth but uh you know spirituality and their mental well-being they do that right? They use their sex energy, uh, sexual transmutation. They transmute that sex energy into, uh, productivity. 
And it's pretty cool if you dive into it. If you guys want to read it, I definitely recommend you check out Think and Grow Rich. Um, and that goes for women too. You know, the most powerful urge we have is our sexual urges. So if you can use that energy towards being more productive, it's extremely, extremely impactful. But going back to what I was stating, that's why a lot of men struggle to uh, to mature and to have those meaningful conversations with women. And I know it really frustrates them. And I get it. I, I do. Um, I even struggle with myself sometimes trying to have conversations. And I, believe me, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here and say that I'm above any other guy or anything of that nature. You know, I'm just another person walking this earth. But I do believe that I have been blessed to uh, tap into my feminine side from a young age. And like I said, that wasn't just all inherent. Like I did have encouraging parents and people around me to do so. But um, I I get frustrated as well because I'll try and have those deep conversations with a lot of my guy friends and some of them just can't do it. Uh, fortunately, the people that I keep around me, the majority of them can. So they have realized whether it be through their relationships or you know, maybe even being friends with me. Again, I'm not trying to sound arrogant, but I do try and get them to open their mind to that, um, that they have been able to open their mind to have those conversations, which has been really cool. And I think that it makes you more relatable for not just men, but for women, especially. And I think when you're young, this is kind of the problem too, that when you're young, um, and I'm young too, I'm only 21, almost 22. Uh, the, the persona behind being an emotionally well-grounded man is seen as kind of uh, you being a bitch. And I don't mean to say that too aggressively, but it is what it is. And like, there's going to be women that are mature that are attracted to that. But the vast majority of girls ranging from anywhere from 17 to 25 are going to be more attracted to the wild, um, spontaneous douchebag that isn't emotionally in tune with himself. And because of that, it becomes attractive to them because they want to try and heal him. Uh, as I said, women are nurturing, it's inherent, and they want to fix people. So that's not weird. And again, I can't say it about every woman, but the vast majority of women, that is their intent, whether they're subconscious or conscious, that's what they're trying to do. So if you see women get hurt over guys that continue to hurt them, it's typically the reason why. You know, they want to fix these guys, they want to heal them, and they can't do it at the end of the day because you can't change someone's mind that doesn't want it to be changed. And they end up getting hurt more and more and more and more and more. But that's why a lot of guys are turned off to the idea of being that emotionally in tune person or the artistic uh, guy or, you know, the musician is because those guys are deemed as weird at a young age and they're deemed as outcasts a lot of times by society, which is unfortunate because as you get older, the women crave it. You know, they get so sick of these guys that are emotionally in tune with themselves, not in tune with themselves, excuse me. And the guys that can't communicate and the guys that are just playing games and being childish and don't know what they want out of their life, that by the time, you know, most women, I'd say it's anywhere from 28 to 32, that's when they really find this deep, meaningful urge to to mature and to find that person scientifically is to, it, it's almost too late for a lot of women. Like they've scarred so many guys and, you know, guys are just as much to blame too, but a lot of guys have been so scarred from these women that... They don't want to give a lot of them opportunities and it can be really hard to trust. And it really goes both ways. It's not just for guys, it's for girls too, as I stated, but it can be really hard. So it's another reason why men tend to struggle with it. Um, and for me personally, as someone that does have those qualities, I don't care. Uh, I've said before, it's who I am and I'm not going to try and pretend to be someone that I'm not. So if a girl can't respect that, I don't respect you and I don't want you in my life. And that just is what it is. I have my values, I have my core values, I have my system set. If someone doesn't align with those, why would I want you to be my partner? And that's just plain and simple. And if you don't have that respect for yourself, 
I deeply urge you to try and find that respect for yourself. It makes it a lot easier to point out red flags from the beginning, from the get-go, and avoid uh, deep emotional hurt and um, uh, a sense of... uh, How do I put it? That's not really a nice way to put it, I guess. But just... uh, People basically crushing your spirit as to what it is that you want to do and who you believe you are that can get really crushed by people that you love when they don't love you the same way that you love them. So it's just important that at the end of the day, you love yourself more than anyone else and you have those core systems set, those core values. And that's one of the main things that I teach when I talk with my clients is if you don't have what you're willing to tolerate and not tolerate written down and in your core value systems, you aren't going to be able to assess it and immediately say no I don't put up with this in my life when the time comes and that's oftentimes how you get into this deep hole women are you know not to to point blame at you but you're really bad at this you don't identify the red flags from an early stage because you see the good sides of a guy and you go okay well I want these but you don't address the 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 red flags and things that you don't want which are more important than the things that you do want because if those don't line up it's leading down a bad path So rather than analyzing those things from the get-go, you just go, okay, well, I like this guy, but you don't analyze why. And then you get down the road, you know, two, three months, and you realize you guys really aren't compatible. And then you've wasted two, three months of your life, and you become hurt. So don't jump headfirst into relationships. Uh, I think it's really important that you ask yourself, why do I like this person? Do our core values line up with one another? And it's okay to disagree. It's actually important that you disagree, but don't condemn people because you disagree. You know, if you're going to assess the the fact that you guys don't maybe agree on one point, say, you know, I don't agree with that, but I appreciate you for it and I love you for it. We just don't have to have the exact same beliefs in that system uh, or belief system in whatever it is that you're talking about. And that's okay. Like I said, you don't have to always agree with the same things, but agree to not agree. That's something that I learned from one of my mentors. Agree to not agree. You have to do that uh, if you want to have a successful relationship, both relationships sexually and friendships too. Um, but yeah, guys, I think that's the main point of what I had to say today is just the fact that, uh, men struggle, men struggle and women struggle as people, we struggle, but, uh, especially for men in terms of communication, that's typically why, uh, they're not (laughs) capable a lot of times, not to say that it's not in them, but it hasn't been extracted. And that's why, uh, it's just deep rooted. But I think the way that a lot of men get over that is by having a strong, encouraging woman. So that's what I would tell you to do is be the best version of you so that your partner can learn from you. Uh, I've seen it firsthand with uh, people that I know. And as I said, the most uh, most impactful person in our lives is our partner uh, more often than not. If if they're willing to be uh, that influence on us and take that accountability. So, yeah, honestly, this is something that's super meaningful to me. And uh, I opened up a little bit about it on my TikTok live about being in relationships and people ask me personally, you know, why, why aren't you in a relationship and are you willing to be in a relationship right now? And I've talked about it briefly, um, in past videos, but I'll open up with you guys a little bit right now because it is something that I struggle with and I don't, I don't talk about it typically. Um, I have trust issues. I really do. And I don't think that I really address that until more recently. And the reason for those trust issues is because in the past, I've, I've been very vulnerable and I've opened up too quickly and I give all of myself to someone. And when that's not reciprocated, I get hurt. And the reason I get hurt is because I feel like I have nothing but the best of intentions. 
And unfortunately, at my age, a lot of girls aren't ready to receive that love and they've been hurt in the past um, or they're not mature enough yet. And this is what they want, meaning, you know, what I'm giving, but they're not ready to receive it because they're not ready emotionally and uh, spiritually themselves. So they're, they're not equipped to receive the love yet. And that's okay. Uh, I don't blame them. And again, as I always state, I'm not trying to be arrogant, but this is really who I am. Like I've always been kind of rejected in a way by people because I'm like too emotionally mature for my age and it's okay. I've accepted that. Uh, it is what it is. I'm not perfect by any means. I definitely have areas in my life that I need to work on, but it's been hard for me because, you know, girls, a lot of girls that I talk to, and again, I'm not trying to be arrogant when I say this. So please understand. I'm trying to give you guys context. I have thousands thousands and thousands of girls trying to date me get my number hook up with me get my snapchat every day every single day i have people doing that and it can be a little bit overwhelming um but what i've seen from that is that when i do engage and uh this has happened in past dating experiences but even more recently it's like i do i'll find a girl that i really like right and we'll start texting back and forth Um, Or maybe if it's just through Instagram, we start DMing and I'm like, okay, we have a really good connection. As soon as I try and make it more meaningful and go a little bit deeper and like have meaningful conversations, the girls get turned away from it. Not all of them, but the vast majority, they just stop talking to me. And it's just so odd to me because it's like three days ago, you wanted nothing but to get my number and talk to me and you were in love with me. Literally stated in the text, (laughs) which is obviously not true, but... um, that's lust. But anyways, you go from that to three days later after having a meaningful conversation, just not talking to me. And it's what I just told you. It's like they, they think they know what they want, but as soon as they get it, they can't handle it because they're not emotionally ready because they don't love themselves enough. And I know that. I know that. It's literally what I teach, but they don't know it. For a lot of girls, it's subconscious. And a lot of them will tell you, I don't even know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I just explained it to you. But uh, that's kind of where I'm at right now. When people ask me those things, why aren't you dating? Are you are you willing to date? I don't know. I'll be, I'll be real with you. I haven't met anyone that can like, I can relate to enough to be in a relationship. Be like dead serious with you. I just haven't. Um, and once I do, absolutely, I'm open to being in that relationship. And the thing that I struggle with is I don't, it's really hard to identify that. Um, it takes a little bit of time. It takes, you know, a couple weeks of really engaging with someone and talking to them to figure out if they are that person, if they can have those meaningful conversations, if they're mature enough, if they line up with my core value systems. And like, those things are really important to me. And I don't fool around with that stuff. Like I've done it enough and I've been hurt enough in the past. I don't want to go through it again. Um, and that's not just with relationships. It's been in friendships too. So to answer your question, am I open to dating? Yeah, I guess. Uh, I'm open to trusting people. Yes, as well. But it's hard for me. So I'm working on it. It's definitely one of the things I need to work on. And I try to live every day like it's my last. And I've told you guys that. And part of that for me, when I'm talking to someone, it's like, okay, I could be dead tomorrow. So why don't I have a meaningful conversation right now? Why don't I be upfront about how I feel? And a lot of people just don't live their life that way. So it's hard for me to relate. I wish more people had that mindset, but they just don't. 
it's like, oh, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, I'm going to go to work, and this day sucks, and, you know, maybe I'll watch Netflix and blah, blah, blah. It's cool if that's what you want to do, but I don't think we should live our life that way. If you got something on your mind and you want to say something, fucking say it. Why? What's holding you back? There's no reason to. If you don't say it now, you're going to regret it for the rest of your life. That's just my personal beliefs. But, uh, yeah, those are my thoughts on that. And uh, I'm going to conclude it here. Uh, hopefully, you guys can take a step back and think about these things. And if I could leave you with one thing from today's podcast, I would ask yourself um, or ask of you to ask yourself, do I love myself enough to be fully loved? And I want you to be real with yourself because, you know, more often than not, the answer is no. And we think, you know, I'm a biggest supporter and I love myself. Do you really? Do you really? If you had the person of your dreams, the person that was the most supportive and loving and caring and empathetic person you've ever met in your life to be your partner, walk into your front door tomorrow and say, I love you and I want to be with you for the rest of your life. And you knew you had that connection. Would you allow it to happen? Would you embrace that love? And would you allow it to, to be present in your life? Truly ask yourself, man and women, man and women, man and woman, ask yourself that. Please, because you're going to hurt someone in that process. And at the end of the day, the person that's going to hurt most is you. It's going to be you, whether you realize it or not. It takes a huge toll on you. So ask that question. In the meantime, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Share the podcast with someone. I don't ask anything of you guys, but if you could do one thing for me, share the podcast with one person, two, two people, three people, whoever. Um, it helps me a lot. It helps this grow. It helps the message get out. So if I'm trying to build a community, I can't do it alone. I need you guys' help. And you've been incredible thus far. So I appreciate you. I love you. And thank you. And tune in for next week on Wednesday. Have the next podcast episode coming out. Appreciate you guys. Love you. Bye.